Joined now by the representative from District 58A, duly elected representative, Christy Purcell, how are you this morning? Good morning. Madam Rich. Representative. I am so great. Thank you, sir. It's good to see you. You too. Way to hold down the fort this week. Well, it's it's uh, it, it, it's not like the biggest hardship in the world. I think probably the people who are holding down the fort are the people who have had to listen to me all week. I don't know. I have appreciated like the little Crosby, Stills, Nash. Yeah. I can't remember if Young was on no, that, well, tec- our house. Or... Technically, he, it's Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Young, but he's not on that recording. Oh, so, okay. So there it is. So I like the little rich spin that you're giving. Well, I'm 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 glad. I mean, just I know there there are people out there missing their reggae this week. Oh, but well, uh, Jeff will be back. Jeff will be back week. on Monday. Okay, great. Bringing all the ska, bringing all the reggae. Yeah. So. <laughs> Well, thanks for uh, coming in. This actually starts the uh, it's, it's first week of February, so it's, it starts the, uh, the the regular appearances every Friday morning by our, our representative. Uh, our, first, I, I want to talk about um, the uh, the co op network or co op neighborhood that uh, that you are sort of working on right now. But mm-hmm. before we just real quick, because you're going to come back next week too, and that's when we're really going to preview the session. Yeah. But there's a reason, I mean, this is really, really late for the session to have started, mm-hmm. but there's a reason for that. And you are the person who's explained that to me. So. I'll, I'll try. So, okay. uh, I've just only been elected one time. So I've had one <laughs> session under my belt. Um, and that was a budget session. So last time around, you may remember there was an unspent surplus from the previous I do. Um, year. So there was a lot to allocate last time around. So we used, I think I saw the statistic, I think we used 77 legislative days last year. Okay. So that means we only have 43 to use. 43? This year. You're going to be in session for more than that, though. Well, so um, it only counts as a, a legislative day if we take to the House floor. Oh, oh. I see. I believe. Okay. I believe. So um, in the biennium, so over the course of the two years, there's only X number of legislative yes. days and we have to do our work within that time. That's that's so, that's how I understand it. Yes. Okay. So then that's why um, we started January 2nd early last, last year, year yeah. or the third. third. I want to say the third. Last okay. Year. I think the. The governor and the statewide folks got sworn in on the second. We got sworn in on the third. And then it was just hitting the ground running all the way till May 22nd. Yeah. This year we have to adjourn by May 20th as okay. per the Constitution. And we begin on uh, Monday, February 12th. Well, it's a good thing that uh, there's not a whole lot to do. This, this time no, around. not much. Uh, no, uh, no you know, <laughs> next week, uh, you and Jeff are going to talk, I would think, quite a bit about... Um, Healthcare. There's a the, the DFL healthcare initiative uh, is afoot for the. Uh, so we, oh, you're looking. There's at a like, lot of things moving. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, but before we get into all that next week, mm-hmm. uh, I've had uh, Davin Sokup uh, in to talk about this. I've, we've also talked with uh, uh, Jake Riley and, and Melissa, Melissa Hansen. Mm-hmm. There the are dream team. The dream team, indeed. Uh, um, there are. Uh, I, I want. I don't want to say plants, but there's a there. The city is looking into building a co-op neighborhood mm-hmm. on the uh, the northeast corner of Highway 246 and, and County Road One, the southeast part of town, um, with y- y- using modular housing. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I just found out last week that you are, uh, you're all mixed up in this. I'm mixed up. I'm proudly mixed up in this. (laughs) So for, for, for those, uh, for the listeners that that don't know what the heck I'm talking about, maybe you could uh, enlighten us a little bit. Sure thing. Totally fine. If folks don't know what we're talking about, because this is uh, a newer concept. So, um, We know that there's uh, what a lot of folks call the missing middle in housing. So affordable housing for working people, affordable housing for families like mine Um, in in our community and across the country. Maybe we could be next door neighbors. That would be so great. I would love that. Um, So what we what we know is that the the price and the cost of building anything but building homes um, makes it such that if you were to stick build a mm-hmm. new house, you're looking at maybe half million dollars right, right there. So that's just uh, out of the realm of possibility for a lot of folks. And then the housing stock that currently exists, um, I'll be honest, is tricky uh, for for someone like me to, to purchase a house. And there's maybe uh, folks retiring here because it's mm-hmm. such a great place to retire, but they come with cash. And right. um, so there's kind of this missing middle, like, workforce uh, housing. And there are several places, there are several factories in Minnesota that make these modular homes, um, the kind of prefab homes, which means they can work year round. Um, they don't have to wait for it to be warm or the ground to be soft. Um, they are pretty incredible jobs for folks in Minnesota. And um, then these houses are more affordable. Right. So the idea is um, right now we think of a place like Viking Terrace or Riverside Park, and those are privately held uh, developments. Mm -hmm. And sometimes those owners maybe don't take as much care as like the city of Northfield is required to by law. So um, some of the issues that uh, some of our friends have in these uh, parks and these these, uh, neighborhoods is that like the sewer and the water infrastructure is not well maintained. And so there's a lot of um, water that's actually coming up through the system, but then it's not even, it's the the system so leaky, it's not even making it into people's houses. And then it's going into the soil. It's bringing whatever is in the soil back down to our aquifer. It costs people a lot of money. Um, It's, it's not great. So the idea with this, um, a co-op model is that the city owns the infrastructure. And mm-hmm. I love that this like blows people's minds because guess what? Where I live right now, the city owns the infrastructure yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because I live near downtown. I mean, sure. this is like where most of the developments in the neighborhoods, that's just part of the deal. You're on yeah. um, the city yeah, sewer, the, the wastewater, yeah, yeah, yeah. you've got the trash, you've, like that's all yeah. just part of it. Um, and so the idea is then that these houses would be more affordable. Workforce housing, fill in that sort of missing middle, um, sort of the, the middle class working class housing that mm-hmm. is affordable. Mm-hmm. And then it's cooperatively owned so that folks own their own unit and could actually build wealth and could actually um, have this be if you if you buy a a mobile home which they are immobile but um mm-hmm. that basically just sort of goes down in value and especially if you're just like renting the piece of land that it sits on right. you're not able to build up the value so right. that's what uh, making it a co-op model um 
would be really innovative and could be a model for the rest of the state of this housing issue we have of this middle housing. The, the, the co-op part of it is kind of where I get hung up on this. Like I get, I, 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 I don't completely think I understand how a co-op works. You, you, you essentially, you, is it you buy shares in, in, into the, of the neighborhood and that sort of equates to the house you own. Is that sort of- sure? I mean, it's like so. It's a co- it's a collective, so you can do things collectively. Um, I know a friend who lives in Arizona; like they have the homeowners association. Mm-hmm. So it's it's. I, I I I live in a place where there, I've got a, I pay for a homeowners association. Sure. sure. So it's like yeah. not that different. So yeah. that then collectively, everyone there owns all the landscaping. Okay. For example. Okay. Um, Everyone there might decide, you know, we're going to go with this snow removal company or we're going to, you know, go with this company to cut the grass or mm-hmm. things like that. Mm-hmm. So there's this um, shared um, decision making part and ownership too, right. where then people, you know, own and have a say. Yeah. And I just think, you know, it's just like democracy. It can be messy with lots of decision makers, but I think it's a beautiful thing you know part of the american dream is is owning a home Mm -hmm. and uh there are a lot of people who have said over the last i don't know 15 years that the american the american dream is out of reach Mm -hmm. but it sounds like something like this would would is that's restorative potentially yeah and i think i mean also (laughs) i think of uh yeah that that home ownership part of our American story. I mean, that's, we've struggled with that at the same time as we've struggled with, you know, having like missing the middle class and having jobs where you don't need a college degree and you can make a good living and support your family. Like, I don't think that's a coincidence that those two things are kind of have dissipated at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. No question. When, when I, I, I don't know if you know much about the, the modular house, uh, houses themselves. I, don't, I know that uh, the council took a tour of the, uh, the factory. I think of when I think of modular housing, I think of the, 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 the post-war GI bill neighborhoods where mm-hmm. every house looked exactly the same. Mm-hmm. Is that, is that sort of what we're, I don't know the specifics yet. I don't think that decision has been made. Yeah. Um, I, I think I can hear da- Devin Sokup trying to jump through his radio because <laughs> as, as I'm asking the question, I think he has addressed this exact thing with me, but I'm not sure. Probably. Yeah. And and Devin serving on our city council is such a great resource because he works in the Minnesota Senate yep. in on the housing committee. He's the admin for the housing committee. Yes. Yeah. So he knows a lot about like different state funds that are available and different programs and, and partners. So he's worked with um, the North Country Co-op Foundation, which is who the city has a contract with, I think just for six months to kind of lay out plans and try to figure those things out. And the the working title for the neighborhood plan here is the New Leaf Co-op. The New Leaf Co-op. I love that. Turning over a new exactly. leaf. Exactly. Oh, I like it. Exactly. So yes, Davin knows uh, about this uh, quite a bit in housing is not my area of expertise at the state or local level, except yeah. that I'm a person experiencing, you know, the housing difficulty. I'm paying 50% of my income for housing. And, you know, we think of like, oh, not more than 30%. It's like, that's not possible, like in a community like Northfield for a lot of us. So what can you do at the state level to help something like this uh, move forward? So there, um, 
I was able to get a few hundred thousand dollars to help with the infrastructure to to go in here because if the city is going to own the infrastructure and this is sort of a new model, I mean, I say it's like a quasi new model because, again, we're building a new housing development, stick built housing. The city does the infrastructure. Um, But to try and have this be a model for other communities um, across the state. So there's some dollars in there for that. Um, But then I know, and again, someone more qualified than me, like um, Counselor Soka probably could, could walk us through. There's several different like grants and pots of money, both for, um, for municipalities doing this and for groups of people. I don't know if there's a pot of money like for co-op development, Mm -hmm. which I know at Viking Terrace, that's been an attempt to try to get the owners to form a co-op just to have more power and more say in their neighborhood. Well, so, uh, and, and that, that contract with the city runs out this spring, as I understand it. I believe so. And I know that there's going to be a public meeting just to help get information out about, uh, this, this potential plan and development and get feedback from folks. Excellent. Last I heard it was going to be on Tuesday, uh, February 27th, which is the DFL caucus night. Oh. So they were maybe going to try to Rearrange move that, that around, but, um, yeah. Next time the city folks are in here, uh, Rhonda and, and Ben are in here, then maybe ask them if there's a final date. Noted for Wednesday. Yes, Wednesday. Uh, okay, right, great. There it is. Representative Christy Purcell, thanks for coming in. Uh, and we're looking forward to seeing you around uh, every gonna week now. You're going to see me so much more. It, and I am going to see my family over. so much less. <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> you know, it's it's 15 weeks this year. So, yeah, yeah, it's it's okay. Yeah. All right. Thanks, Rich. That was, that's Representative Christy Purcell uh, with District 58A.